I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Uh, today on our show, Gabe, Logan, are you excited? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, I, I saw it. It was a, it was a great movie. I loved it. Before it, we, you know, before it was we a great movie. Uh, we'll build up to that, but first, I wanted to talk about the new, I guess, gameplay trailer for Shadow of War. Yeah, that's the first trailer of 2017 that I. Uh, is that, Sorry. Is, that, is that the little... Hold on, let me turn this off. There's a little TIE fighter in here that's glowing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm getting a message. <laughs> it was hooked up to my phone. getting messages from yeah, the Empire? I, I got a message right there. That's awesome. But uh, anyways... Uh, yeah, Shadow of War. Yeah. Shadow of War. Uh, uh, that's the first... What I was saying was that's the first gameplay trailer... Or, or video game trailer of the 2017 that I've become real excited about. Yeah, it looked like it had I mean, some stuff been some, going on. You know, Horizon just came out and all that. But I mean, I'm not... I'm not I wasn't big into that trailer and, and I know a lot of people saying the game's good but yeah the Shadow of War trailer uh, was exciting yeah it's I mean sequel to Shadow of Mordor which when it came out Gabe you remember we were working in Prestige and we were we were hyped yeah we were ready yeah. to go out and get that and play and, it tonight and it turned out to be great it was pretty good yeah I really liked that game yeah uh, now, Shadow of War, I do think the name needs a little work, but I mean, it's kind of generic, but. Well, it does seem like they're scaling it up to war. Like, it looked like from the trailer, like, you control, like, this and this and that. Yeah, he had a little crew behind him, which you ha- you could have in the first one, but you had to take a lot of time to build them up and, you did, and yeah. brand them. And, uh, brand them, and it seems your... like they're not branded in this one. Like, they almost follow them. No, hopefully. Because uh, they want to. Hopefully. <laughs> Fiends, dogs. Fiend dogs. dogs are crazy. They're excited about the game as well. They're fighting over dirty rope in there, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Shadow of War game. Uh, the Uruks, the Nemesis system, you know, uh, it looks like they're going to really be building on that. I'll well, tell you what. A lot of games push the war big battle type of deal, and then it turns out, you know, it's it's, it's not that much. There's not that many people on, on screen. Uh, I think the most, the best modern games that where it's real out massive war is Battlefield, of course. Uh, those, I know that's, that's a big one for you, Gabe. You well, that's sixty-four people on on the screen, you know, playing against each other. So that's hard to beat. <laughs> but uh, if you remember back in the day, Dynasty Warriors had the giant scale wars. Now they were a little generic, but there were uh, hundreds of people on the screen at one time. Uh, but if they could do that with Shadow of Mordor. And make, yeah. make Shadow of War a game where there's hundreds of people out there. Yeah. You know, instead of like 20 or 30, which is what I see it being. But but I don't know. I watched a little of the gameplay trailer, too, after I watched the regular trailer. Yeah. It was the, looking good. The first one was basically, it was a real closed-knit story, Gabe. It was this ultimate badass. He, he like, combined souls with a wraith and just became the baddest warrior in the land. Could take down hundreds of Oruks yeah. by himself. Half the missions were the stealth missions, though, which, yeah. which made a really slow game at that point. But then when you did have big battles, it was okay. But uh, the, I remember we talked about this. The the Shadow of Mordor, it was kind of one-dimensional because all you did was fight guys. It was very one-dimensional. Yeah, yeah it was. It, it, you just fought guys. And it was great because the kill animations were great yeah. on it. And it the was. gore was great. Uh, it was up there with Batman as far as physics and... 
Yeah, and it was one of the, one of the games, uh, first games in a long time where you see heads getting chopped off and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And good kill animations. Right. You know, Assassin's Creed had, had some similar kill animations that were great, too. You know. Yeah, because you could feel like a badass in Batman, but you could only go so far as to knock a guy out. This one, you could kill like a whole army of dudes yeah. just by yourself. And uh-huh. It felt like a real badass. And it looked beautiful, of course. It was. It was a great-looking game. Had a uh, game of the year, if I'm not mistaken, that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So. A lot of controversy around it because they were saying they was getting, you know, reviewers to uh, pay reviewers to give good reviews about it. I don't know why Every they need to do that. Every game is done that way. Right. What do these people think? The, these people what kind of world... <laughs> WB Do these people think caught. we live in? That shit happens every for every video game, every movie right. that comes out. They all pay the magazines and newspapers to give them good reviews. Without and shit. a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Why do you think Game Informer gives every fucking every game they review fucking four stars or up, man? Yeah. It's like <laughs> And as far as a lot of I stuff I bet it's you based on monetary them. value, Tom. I bet if you created a game and I was the magazine guy and you came to me and you said, uh, what kind of stars can you give me on this game? And I'd be like, well, for four stars, I'm going to need $10 million. <laughs> but for five stars, that's going to cost you 20 man. And a blowjob. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll tell they, you, I was disappointed, Gabe, because, you know, it came out that WB was bringing out this big announcement, and it was Shadow of War. Yeah. I mean, I was under the impression that it was going to be a new Batman game. So you can see my disappointment. But, you know, I still love these games. As far as the Batman, like I said, they play almost the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except Except they're really amping it up this time. The orcs, I'm sure they're going to have new orcs, which there was all kinds of orcs on the last one that were cool. Or orcs, orcs, all the the shit. The design of the orcs was a big winner for Mm -hmm. the last one, wasn't it? Just like the details in their face and how their lips move, how their teeth work, how their eyes work. I still have the game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just... It was very detailed in the the physical realm. You and know, they, they kind of gave them different personalities, which helps yeah. with the depth of the game, you know. One would be uh, a psycho, and one would just be an asshole, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And the new one, Shadow of War, there's little dragons, it looks like, you can fly around. Yeah, and shit. you can fly dragons. Uh-huh. The biggest thing uh-huh. you could ride in the other one was a was a Gorog or thing. Like, it looked like a, a big troll. Yeah, but he got boring after a while. He did. Man. Like, I mean, he couldn't. It was cool, but you couldn't do much. You with could him. just step on people and crush them and eat them, but yeah, and nobody could stop you. But that did get boring. It'd be cool <laughs> to have like a giant war of those big bastards, yeah. you or, know? Or yeah, and with the flying animations with the dragons, that that seems like it'll be something cool. You could probably fly with them, uh, breathe fire. You know, that, that'd be something neat they could do. Wonder if the map's going to be like an open world map. Yeah, yeah. They they would have to do an open world map. It's going to have to be a big one, but they could do it. They could do it. Yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be a tight game. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm yeah. excited for it. Like I said, a little disappointed because it's not Batman, but hey, come on. Man, the year just started, man. <laughs> you never know. You're right. You never know. Uh, anyways, Gabe, I guess then let's get into Logan. Movie reviews. Yes, Sweet. and we'll do we'll do a, a non-spoiler review at first, and then we'll go into spoilers when uh, we release that floodgate. But just as far as the Well, we movie, might as well just tell them, though, because I'm sure something's going to slip out if we're talking no, about no, no, it. Spoiler no. alert. We can, we can handle it. <laughs> We can add it. Spoiler we'll alert. We're going to give you a heads up anyway. Just just tell the folks who don't want spoilers what they what they what you felt about the movie. Was it a good movie? Did it live up to expectations? The movie did live up to expectations. Uh it was you want like an overall review or yeah. you want Yeah, don't bring it's your a, kids. It's an intense movie. It's very intense. It's an intense movie. Graphic. Uh they 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 added some depth to the characters. They made them uh, I don't. They're not sentimental because that's just cheesy. But they made them uh, tragic. They, they did make them tragic. That's a good yeah, word. A lot of right tragic there. characters. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
So um, you you really feel sad for them actually throughout the whole movie, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, it leaves you wondering, you know, how they gonna how they gonna do this, how they gonna get out of yeah. it or whatever, you know. So the more vulnerable, like in past Wolverine movies, he's unstoppable. You mm-hmm. know, he's he's a guy. But in this one, you really feel a vulnerability for his character. You feel like he could almost die at well, any second, like, even though he's basically immortal. It's not like he in in the in, in the Wolverine where he lost his powers. In this one, he has them, but he's he's old now. And uh, it ain't a spoiler. Alert to tell the people the timeline there, which it's they mentioned at the beginning, two thousand twenty nine. Yeah, is, right. Is what yeah. year they're so, in? Yeah, so it's past. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of years skipped. Right. So, and I'll tell you, uh, he he was great in the role, of course. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Jackman. As if you're looking for like an old man <laughs> Logan storyline, I don't think this is old man Logan, from what I understand. I think the only similarities between this movie and the book Old Man Logan is. Logan's an old man. That's that's, yeah. that's where it begins yeah. and ends. It's yeah. not. It's not know, like the comic, right? Not at all. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Professor X. Let me let me tell you, Gabe. Professor X. Patrick Stewart gave, in my opinion, the greatest uh, uh, performance of his life. He was all right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> of his entire, because uh, he's in a lot of schlock stuff, and he he does some terrible movies, but this one. He brought it a hundred percent. He plays a great Professor X, no doubt. And I think I think throughout the whole trilogies and everything, he's been a staple, and and it's gonna be hard to replace him if, if they ever. Uh, yeah, it have is. To it him. is gonna be tough. It is something I want to talk about later. As long as they don't get uh, the guy that played Lex Luthor to do him, he'll be fine. I think. Right. Anybody, yeah. Anybody Jesus else Christ. besides Epic? Uh, no, but <laughs> oh, he Professor shaved his head. X, he's ready for the role. He, he plays multiple people. He plays. He's got like, as you can see from the trailers, he's kind of got like. Uh, say Alzheimer's or something like that. They never really specified, but he's got some kind of mental disorder. Yeah, he's got a and and well you, the, now we got a now we're getting into the spoilers. Well, so. I mean, you saw that from the trailer, uh, he, <laughs> but you can see like he he really goes into those roles, and it looks like he's he take he he does a perfect job at you know displaying the horrors of some of that stuff is you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, great movie. Uh, uh, my favorite movie, like I told you, Gabe, since Mad Max Fury Road. I think I don't think I've seen a better movie since. I actually uh, liked Mad Max Fury Road better. Well, yeah, I than did. Logan, but this one, there's between this and Mad Max, that's where it, you know. Okay. There's no comparison. I got you. I got you. Just as far as action, story, the depth of the character, the heart of the characters, the I would, directing. I would give Logan. Uh, four out of five. A solid four out of five. Solid, solid. That, that's a solid four out of five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Go see the movie. Uh, we're gonna get into spoilers now, Gabe. So. And I'll tell you, yeah. When we get into spoilers, I was gonna yeah. say I'll let you know why I don't yeah. give it a five out of five. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'll put, I'll probably put a time code in the uh, description or something. So just uh, look for the time code if you don't want any spoilers and just jump to that. Now. Yeah. Plus we are saying spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, Gabe. Let's really delve deep into this movie. It was. Come on. All right, well, I think... Go ahead and say why you didn't give it a 5 out of 5. I didn't give it a 5 out of 5 because they, they they went a little too far with the with the whole, all of them dying. Like, they're all they're all dying. Professor X is dying. Like, yeah. Wolverine is dying throughout the whole thing. Those and, two characters, yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, I understood that... This is. Let me ask you this real quick because I, I was a little confused when I watched it. But apparently, there's no more mutants really right. around. The last one was born there, there, like there's 25 like they years talk ago. about like there's still mutants out there, but there's not there hasn't been one born in like 25 years right. or something yes. like that. Yes. And the way I understood it was, 
and they don't they they sum it up real quick in the movie. It's like a, it's like a thirty second scene, like uh, that apparently like they started putting gene mutation shit into everyday products. Is, uh, was that what it was like? Well, yeah, I think just like to uh, you know enhance normal people. Like, to, well, no, no, it didn't enhance normal people. What it is, it suppressed the mutant gene. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So, as far as I understood, that's why there weren't any other mutants really. That's possible. Being born is because uh, I don't know. Because they, they took out natural selection, which is bullshit, anyways. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, they. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. didn't get that from the movie? You don't remember well, that? I, I, I looked at it as all as exposition and dialogue. Look, there's no more mutants being born. Get over it. It's whatever. Yeah, but they explain it real quick. And I, yeah, I, and ex- I didn't, expository uh, line there. Me being two. the conspiracy theorist I am, I think they do that anyways with us. They put all <laughs> kinds of shit in our food today. So it's very, yeah, but, but I'm pretty sure. And I didn't, I, okay, so I didn't like that part of it. Uh, but, um,. I, I was okay with that. That didn't really bother me. I was like, okay, no more mutants. Uh, these are the last two. Yeah. The last yeah. two probably level five mutants. You know, you got a ranking system. They're the last two biggest badasses around. Right. Everybody else can, you know, shoot spider webs out of their nose or something something stupid like that. But it, these are the last two real deal mutants, Professor yeah. X and, and, Wolverine. and Wolverine. And those are, when you see, what's the other guy that hangs out with them? The guy that's real sensitive. Oh, uh, the, uh, uh, starts with a C. Ka- Callot. Calib- Calabar, Caliban, Caliban, I think Caliban. is his name, something like that. Yeah, uh, he was left too. Yeah, I don't remember him. He he he's not a very big character in the comics. He's buff in in, in some points, like a big. He's not all sickly. Hunter. Like yeah. well, in some in some like, books, he looks is. like the island of Doctor yeah. Moreau guy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. He he's been both. He's just a tracker kind of, and he had some other powers. Back yeah, he in can. The day. Yeah, he can sense mutants yeah. and he can he can hear shit and feel shit from far away. He's real sensitive. Like all his senses are super sensitive. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, and he he used to have even more powers. I forgot what they were, but yeah, it was cool to see you know a, another character in there. You yeah, know, another yeah. mutant uh, around. A couple of nitpicks I I had with the movie was um, the bad guy. Even though he was he played a great bad guy, the guy with the gold teeth and the oh, yeah. robot arm. He's just a human. Like Wolverine should have sliced and diced him the first time he saw him. And he's such a big talker, and he never does shit. He don't do it shit. Was so, I was so hoping. Like you remember in like the first part of the movie, like. Wolverine kicks him in the head and it sounds like his neck snaps and he kills him. I'm like, if that's the end of his character, that is brilliant. Uh, that you get this big talking asshole that's like the head of this big organization. Yeah. And Logan's just like, fuck well, the this girl, dude. Snaps yeah. his neck and throws him in a... Yeah, in, that would have been much better. That would have been so good, right? But they just kept him talking to him yeah, like, a movie, like, like an asshole. He, like. he gets up and, and survives. And like, he uh, never has the upper hand once, but he always is talking shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he gets knocked out by the little girl by throwing a pipe. Yeah, he gets knocked out, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. He's a weak-ass character. And, and it, I knew he was going to wake up when that dude drove him a fucking acre out into the field and was going to throw him on the dirt road or something. Right, I was like, yeah. man, like, obviously something This guy's gonna, something bad's going to happen. Yeah, but, some, we knew something was going on there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a couple of... I didn't, I didn't like how, like, Patrick Stewart plays a great Professor X, but I didn't like how... At the beginning, he seems really fucking crazy. Like, he's, well, he's on the medicine in that scene. He's on the medicine throughout the whole movie. No, 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 no. They throwing pills at him. The no, whole no, no. Movie. He doesn't. He doesn't take his medicine. Like at those at those one points, you remember Logan finds him in the car seat where he's been spitting him out. You, you don't remember? That? I don't remember it. At the very beginning, that. he's on his medicine. It makes him crazy, but it also makes you know to where he won't have these seizures that you know kill people within a five mile. Yeah, radius. that's another implied thing because so they... he'll lose his mind, but he won't. He won't have his powers. You see, it's it's giving up one for the other, basically. 
Yeah, but I don't know. It just seemed like he went from being too crazy at the very beginning where he's just rambling nonsense. Well, if you see some of these people, which I think some that, people that, think that are on that stuff, that's that's that is how they act. Kate. Well, I, I yeah, you I don't, don't have to I've let that one go. That's that was I thought that was done pretty well how they explained all that. But he doesn't take his medicine for the next half of the movie because he thinks, you know, with his psychic powers, he might have to help Logan and the girl. Yeah, and the girl. And he wants to be ready. He doesn't want to is, be out of his mind. Is uh, considered his daughter, but what she really is is a clone, right? Basically, uh, from his DNA and shit. Yeah. Uh, and the big surprise of the movie, which we can tell everybody, was he's got to fight himself. <laughs> that was fucking. I'll tell you, when I saw that, I was kind of like, eh, uh-huh. eh. I thought, here's what I think about it all. That that was the only thing of the movie that really hurt it for me because you see a young Wolverine. Uh-huh. Adamantium claws, healing factor, all the above. He's got it all. Except it, the soul. It, do, it does show you that Hugh Jackman still looks young, and he still could play a badass Wolverine if he did. They put a lot of old makeup on him to make him look as old as he does in this movie. That's yeah. how he really looks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so he could still play Wolverine another 10 years if he wanted to. I know he doesn't, you know, because he doesn't like, you know, eating two chickens a day and working out <laughs> nonstop. But, uh, but the thing with that game, I felt like, Wolverine was such a lightning in a bottle mutant, you know. Like, like you know, in this movie, he's 170 years old. That's how old he is. In this it's movie. something like that, yeah. 170. Because yeah. they show him and, way back in the day. It, to clone a mutant like that perfectly, and not only that, be able to do the same lightning in a bottle experiment that put this ty- uh, this adamantium on him. Adamantium, it had it, a meteor came out of the sky, and there was only so much of this metal on Earth, and they used to make Wolverine. So you tell me, I guess they. Not only did they clone him, they had more of the antimatium. Did the the same crazy experiment, lightning in a bottle experiment that created him? Uh-huh. I thought if they did like, if they made it to where his healing factor wasn't as good, and he didn't have adamantium, and he didn't look exactly like Hugh Jackman, I think I would have bought it. If he just had like the bone claws, and like maybe Wolverine cuts his arm off at one point, and you know he's well, got to fight with one arm. You know, talking about the bone claws, that was something they they did for the movies because in the cartoons it was his gloves. He didn't have bone. He didn't have bone claws. He didn't have the adamantium coming out of right, his right. So the, ends of his yeah, fingers. this is the movie. So they could have done that if they wanted to. Yeah, I, don't I know forget. Why they didn't. I forget the guy that actually said let's let's have him come out of his forearms, out of the tips of his knuckles or whatever. But yeah, back on back on the old cartoon, if you it's just a glove. It's just the gloves he wears, and, and that shit pops out, which is really cool. But. I can see where I can see what you're talking about. Where yeah, just don't make him so bad at and, and have all these powers the exact same because there's no way he would win. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. If you get a real deal Wolverine that's in his prime against an older one, he the older one's gonna lose every time if he's got all the all the abilities. Well, the only I, I would argue that because the older one, if he is 170 years old, he's gonna he's got know how experience. To fight. He's gonna know how to fight because yeah. he was in World War One, thing, one, one thing World I, War Two. <laughs> one thing I've always thought about Wolverine is that if he is old like that, then He's not going to be sulking as much. That's one problem I did have with the movie. There's a lot of sulking through the whole movie. Even though you do feel bad for him because they are fucking dying and running and fighting all at the same time, you know, trying to get to this place where, you know, the whole movie with Hugh Jackman or, you know, Wolverine's just like, it doesn't exist. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, this place don't exist. It's a comic book. But right. they never made him. He he sucks the whole movie. And I know it's because he's probably, he feels like he's dying and shit and, and but I think after 170 years, if he really is that old, he'd have a little insight into some shit. You know, he'd be a little bit more insightful. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be. Uh, well, yeah, his whole uh, his reasoning skills would be top notch. You know, but but Wolverine throughout the all the series has just been this pissed off guy, and it's it's like I understand. You know, maybe that maybe actually 
that long living would just piss you off, right? Yeah, like, and not only that, you got to realize this guy has seen all of his friends die, and he's got one friend left that's all half crazy. Yeah, they imply in the movie that Professor X either killed a lot of people or just killed a lot of mutants. Yeah, I think it was they, just a lot of people in an area from that stuff he's been going on with. Yeah, from but they I never showed too many other mutants. And like I said, it, it what they what they talk about in the movie only prevents mutants from being born. It doesn't kill the ones that are already out there. Right. So... Yeah, I think he killed the X Men. I think Professor X accidentally had a seizure and killed the X Men. If I had a fan theory you could, on it, you could be right, Gabe. Because that's why. And, Lo- and Logan's the only guy whose brain could regenerate enough yeah. to not die from yeah, that, yeah. those spasms. It's uh, possible. Speaking of that, that is one of my favorite scenes in the movie when he has a oh seizure in the hotel so and Wolverine good. fights through it. Right? <laughs> that is so. <laughs> the little good. girl fights through it too, but dude, the dude at the door, like kicking the door in, yeah. right? And he's frozen, but he sees Wolverine coming down and the he's hallway. Like, oh fuck! <laughs> and you see, you see, even though his body's frozen, he can move his eyes a little bit, and his eyes look over and see Wolverine. And he's, just and he's, like, he's like, oh shit! Oh no! no. Oh shit! And then he just brutally murders. Every oh, I think one I think he claws him directly under the chin and goes straight chin, through his head. One from but the back. Oh my! That God. was my favorite scene in the entire movie. Was <laughs> when that dude was frozen and he sees him coming but can't do anything, man. Like, when, when he just started, there was a couple people in the theater behind me that when he would just like freaking stab somebody in the head with those claws, they'd be like, "Oh shit, this is crazy!" <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was it was so wild, wasn't it? I Finally, love the uh, gore of it, and yeah. it wasn't even that gory. Honestly, I call it I call I said gore, but it, that movie's not that gory when you right. It's it not like a Quentin Tarantino, but it, but he does kill a lot of motherfuckers yes. in there, and Wolverine. Has it's always realistic. Done that. Wolverine is a murdering son of a bitch out there, and, yeah. and, and um, he's he, killed hundreds, thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a professional at it. He's good, man. He's good at killing. <laughs> so, but that was my favorite scene in the whole movie. What about you, man? Do you have a favorite scene? Or that might have been it too. That was I awesome. You, that dude. was a badass scene. Man. The dude's eyes killed me, dude. And you see, even though his facial expression doesn't change, his eyes say it all. He's like, "Oh my god!" And just. The- <laughs> What's going on with everybody in the lobby? You know, Wolverine struggling just to get up there. You know, yeah, they, they yeah. even say at one point that he's like, "Oh, your old ball friend, his his brain is a considered a weapon of mass destruction, mass destruction these destruction, days." Yeah, and yeah. that just really sets you up for just you know what, what's been going on. It's I think I've said that for years. Like yeah. Professor X could just take out. He could do some crazy shit, Professor X. Well, Luckily, been, he's a good guy. Yeah, in the so. in in X Men Two, that was the whole plot of the movie. Is that one uh thing that one X Men was going to use Professor X to kill every Cerebro, he was yeah, get him in Cerebro, kill every yeah. human on the or every mutant on the planet. That yep. was. Yep. And like you said, in this one, he that that might have been why he was, you know, they they do allude to maybe something like that. He might have killed like Scott Summers, you know, Cyclops and all them. Yeah, he by accident. He he wouldn't have killed the Phoenix, obviously, because she's right. I, I think and, she pro- might already be dead. Yeah, well, possibly. she's dead in the movies because they if they did that storyline. What it was it X Men two or three when Wolverine yeah. just stabs the Phoenix in the stomach and yeah. she's dead. Yeah, you don't, three. Yeah, Man, three. It's the Phoenix, dude. It's one of the most <laughs> powerful mutants ever. She ain't gonna die when you stab her in the stomach. I mean, if that's the case, then she she'll get fucking uh, <laughs> well, robbed walking if, down the street and get killed. Like, if you look at Brett Ratner's Great Vision, he was looking at it as she wanted to die and she let him kill her. Gabe, come on. No, Jean Grey wanted to die. The right? Phoenix rises, dude. The she, Phoenix does not she, die. She would have done something astronomical. She would have just fucking exploded and killed. Well, the you know how she died in the comics. She she also was feeling bad that she was killing all these people. So she on the moon, she pointed a space laser at herself and blew herself into oblivion. Oh yeah, yeah. But it didn't kill her. It just put her into oblivion. Well, yeah, it killed her. From <laughs> from what I understand, you know, I I never read the books, but that's what I've been told. All right, all right. But yeah, uh, all the scenes with Professor X were, were great. 
And and the little girl, let me tell you, Gabe. Usually, children in movies always piss me off. They're mostly like annoying little brats. Like it's you, like you can't do them good, but this one worked. She was so good. She was it, good. And let me tell you why. I I'll tell you. Go ahead. I'll tell you why though. She like, doesn't talk. She doesn't talk. That's after it. Movie. I mean, right. He figured it out. <laughs> Don't let the kids talk. Yeah. And you'll you'll have a good. Yeah. Have a good just, kid just have the kids make evil faces. It was a cool scene when she carries that dude's severed head out of the. That was badass. I love the way she throws her backpack down because she's like she's like three feet tall, but she's like let's go, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's so bad at uh, yeah, but that's all she's known is you know violence and carnage yeah. her whole life. So yeah, but yeah, uh, that that whole character and just how they said you know she's got the claws on her feet because she's female. I thought all oh, that was kind of interesting biologically and I scientifically. Did, yeah, that was kind of cool. The, the claws coming out. They were they talk about that a little bit because her her hands were her offensive weapons, right? And her feet were her defensive weapons, basically. Right. They say something like that. Yes. But, uh, one thing I didn't like about the kids though is. Uh, did they all escape from the fucking... Apparently so. They all escaped. And they and, were all to meet there. And they all made it there. I'm guessing there was more of them, but it was whoever could get there I in that amount of time. I did hate that when they got there, it had a uh, Peter Pan Neverland feel about Didn't it. Didn't it? That's exactly what I thought of, I was like, Pan. why are they... That's exactly what I thought of. I said, why are they like... Got little bunks up in the fucking treehouse. The Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, come on. Just make them in a shack. Struggling to fucking survive eating berries and shit on the yeah. fucking mountainside. But. It, it did very much. And they must not have had a hard time getting there. Like, why, by the way, they never explain why they were actually after the kids. Was it just to kill them? Yeah, kill them or, you know, okay, uh, so did the other kids, contain them. Did the other kids not have anybody chasing them? Because yeah. they got they got up there and beat everybody there, like right, right. And she had a whole army of dudes. She had after a fucking her. army of did people. That, was there an army after each one of these kids? That is a good question. Girl. I don't know. I don't know. Like, good, I kind of look past that, but I, I know. What I you're feel saying. like she would have had the advantage having Wolverine on her side. Yeah, and those one kids of the most were badass just... mutants of all time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And but... she had another full grown Wolverine adamantium uh, thing after her, yeah, but none of the yeah. other kids did. It's... They had a fucking Terminator and everybody. I mean, after unless her, they like... thought she was again. The most and, uh, dangerous. and Tom, I'm not trying to break the movie down to where. I make it sound like a bad movie. It's a great movie. It it's, is. It's, it's a good movie. It is. Um, a lot of this stuff is cir- circumstantial, and with any comic book movie, you usually look past it. And also, the allure wears off after the first couple viewings of, of any movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll look back probably here in, in a few months and be like, well, I kind of liked that at the beginning, and now I'm not sure. I don't you know. know. Th- this movie, just cinematically, it was... It was just like thinking like the shot where she's like in in the department store and she's looking up and she sees the mannequin kid the mannequin child and you really get a sense of that is what she wants well she she and they don't have to say well uh, she's always won her father no expository dialogue they show it it's cinematic it's mm-hmm. a movie mm-hmm. you know it's an art form and this guy this James Mangold say what you want about him he knows the art form yeah he did a good job he did a good yeah, job and there's a, there's a lot of scenes like that scenes uh, that show and don't have to tell. You know what I mean? And and uh, I think what you said, you know, little things like keeping the kid quiet through half the movie, it really helps with the movie. Brilliant. It was brilliant. Another thing that I, I think <laughs> helps with the movie is that there aren't very many mutants in it. And the two or three yes. and the two or three that are well the, the kids are there's like six or seven of the kids that have powers, but you don't have that CGI mutant power shit uh-huh. going on all over the place it's not X-Men 3 which they fuck up a lot like they can make some of that shit look a lot better but they, they I don't know if they rush it or if they just have bad test groups that watch it and go oh I love that that's fucking crazy have the purple shit come right that's out of our ears is. that's you what know? But <laughs> did you did you see X3 when they had a, a full CGI Patrick Stewart uh, I think so yeah it, no it might have been X-Men Wolverine I didn't like, Origins maybe? I didn't like any of those 
X Men movies. Uh, this is by far the best X Men movie, without a doubt. Without a None doubt, of, this is uh, this might be my favorite comic book movie besides The Dark Knight. I like the first uh, class X Men First Class. I thought yeah, that one that was, was, all right. was good. It's pretty um, good. Apocalypse was was kind of weak. I thought. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I didn't like how he. Uh, cho- the, uh, his four horsemen <laughs> or whatever in there. There was a lot of stupid stuff about that. We like, could get into that. All yeah, day. yeah. But anyways, uh, Logan, I think by far is the best X-Men movie. Without a doubt. Even only though thing it's close. there's only two X-Men really in it. Yeah. yeah. It just shows you how important storytelling is. That's what these people at DC need to understand. We don't need big uh, uh, you know, a boong sound in the background and, and superpowers fighting each other. We just yeah. need a good story. It doesn't matter if there's just Batman in it or the whole Justice League. As and long some, as the story is good. And sometimes a simpler story is better. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do uh, got got a hate on uh, Logan for was their trailer. Uh, a lot of people are putting the Johnny Cash songs in their trailers now, <laughs> and it gets people. It, it gets it people does. because Johnny Cash was a great yeah, singer. So you when know? you hear some of his shit, you're like, ooh. It kind of strikes a chord within everybody, I think, yes. and 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 it, it lures you in a little bit. It, it worked. Uh, it, worked. It, it definitely worked. Um, they <laughs> they could they could have chose a different song, but they got you that way. And then yeah. and then once you got your attention, you, you you know the movie was good, so it was worth it. So yeah. Uh, what what else can we say about Logan? Uh, when the, when the kids at the end, Gabe, go all children of the corn on the uh, on the bad guy. I thought that was fucking crazy. Yeah, like I said, the kids almost ruined it at the end, dude. <laughs> like, like, they, like, do you remember? Like, they all just, like, are going up on him and one's freezing him and yeah, one's... Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh my god, this is fucking creepy as hell. Yeah, like, the kids were... They weren't natural <laughs> mutants, by the way. They right, were, they were uh, all test tube. They were test tube babies yes. is what they were. All of them. So uh, that's it, why I said, like, it's not his daughter. It's a clone yeah, of him. It's another uh, layer of darkness to this movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and the guy behind it all was the son... Of strike, of striker. They really shoehorned that shit I was in like, there. Didn't I didn't they? like that, man. It's like just come up with a new I, bad guy. Like, they really, they know. really shoehorned it in there bad. And but, and then not only that, Gordon, he was saying like, as soon as we learn it, they Wolverine shoots him in the face with a gun, and that's it of him. Is that it? Yeah, he's. He, all of a sudden, he pulls out a, like they're thinking. Oh, was the uh, no the little girl shot the bad guy right? I'm pretty sure Wolverine pulled out a pistol from the back and shot. Uh, striker in the face, and then shot the other guy in like the arm and put him on the ground. Huh? I can't remember. And the, how and the that little guy girl, I, I, the little girl, I think like stabbed a guy that was about to shoot at Wolverine. What I remember is Wolverine was chasing him, Striker, and he opens that door, and the other the Wolverine's clone jumps out. The big guy jumps out. Yeah. And I, I can't remember what happened to Striker after that, or Striker's son, whatever his name was. Wolverine shot him in the face with a pistol just all of a sudden. That, Man, that, I don't remember that's it. Right? You don't, because it was just so sudden. It was like, oh, he's... He's gone now. He's dead. Yeah. Well, I that, was more focused on his clone and how they were going to defeat that yeah, son of a bitch. But, yeah. but yeah, uh, they did shoehorn that in there. It's like, that's man, crazy. Come on, man. Yeah. Because Wolverine and Stryker have always been. Like, it would have been nice if they, like, did, like, something where, like, maybe he he meets him in the movie. Like, old Stryker, he's in a wheelchair. That would have been better, something. I think. They have and he's still running dialogue. shit, though. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you, you know, you plagued me my whole life. Yeah, I mean, you literally try to kill me from day one. You but know? he did kill him. He tied him to uh, big cinder block, and when that in two, in two. Yeah. But he comes back. You can't, you can't go off what other movies have done in these X Men movies because well, when they did their the, timelines, are when so they did fucked. the timeline shit, they opened it up for whatever they yeah. Want. They, they it's it's all anymore. over the place, man. Yeah. It's all over the place. But yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think they 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 didn't well, need to do that. They didn't need to do that. Big spoiler alert. Let's talk about uh, their deaths. Yes. Let's start. And if you haven't seen the movie, like I said, spoiler alert, Professor um, X dies. 
Wolverine dies. It's fucking brutal. It's like, damn, man. Like, all right, for, uh, on on uh, Professor X, like they they you know they see a family struggling on the road, and the Professor X is like, we need to stop and help them. He's like, somebody will, and he's like, somebody has come. Okay, we're gonna help them. We're gonna help these people. Like wrangle ho- the horses got out and they're trying to wrangle them back into the back of the trailer. Yeah, and Professor X uses and, his powers to. Yeah, like uh, like tell the horses to get. By back the, the way, it's badass. I knew that family was gonna be dead. <laughs> I said they're gonna get this whole family. Killed. I was like, dude, it's a nice black family that's helping white people. I was like, they are gonna end up they're dead in this movie, dude. Dead. Yeah, I think everybody <laughs> saw that coming. I mean, yeah. I, know going I right. felt bad for him. It's I funny because it's the dead. dude with the Jerry curl from Coming to America. I forget his name. Is that right? He's from ER or something too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, it was a real sweet family, you know, take these people in. And it was really to show, like, Professor X's side of the argument, like, look, this is what happiness is. I know you don't understand it, but this is what it is. So I think I, I think at that point, being that, that was another plot line, sideline that I didn't like, where Professor X and Wolverine, and Wolverine even kind of says it. He goes, man, we're putting these people at risk. We need to go. And they're yeah. like, no, let's just stay the night. And it's like, Professor X would have been smarter than that. Because in that part of the movie, he was he was fine. He wasn't like... Yeah, you're right. He didn't have his personality setting in. He wasn't having any seizures or nothing. Well, maybe he just thought they could take care of anything that came after him. But he he was naive on that. And They were also naive to think that they weren't being tracked in somewhere or another. Because they were, everywhere they went, those motherfuckers showed up. And so. those and they had Caliban, you know. So, yeah, come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was brutal, you know. The, of course, the whole family gets killed. But all of a sudden, you think... You think it's Wolverine in the room. And then, you know, uh, he gets... He stabs. He puts his, well, Professor the X. way he puts his fist on the Professor X's chest at first, but without yeah, bringing his claws out, he just puts his fist, and it's like, what is it? Dream? Is he dreaming? Or yeah. like, I, I like, thought it was. It? I think everybody thought it was a dream at first, and then you see like young Wolverine. You're like, what the fuck? Well, Professor X. <laughs> what I didn't understand, I, and I know he's old and he's lost a lot of his powers, but if he can manipulate the brains of horses like he did in that road still. then he should be able to read who's in the room. His mental. You think he would? He he usually does. And, and it, it being a DNA clone, I don't, I don't understand because they, the main part of that was that they created a weapon that didn't have a soul, didn't have a soul, and was was pure. So rage. I think Professor X would have immediately picked up. Not that he would have been able to defend himself at all. Yeah, unless he, was, he, unless he, you know, because unless as, he as took control, saw, that would have been cool. Like if they showed, like he tried to do that psychic blast, or like as soon but as it doesn't like, stop as soon as the bad clone like starts to bring his claw down, like Professor X just stops him right there, and at that moment, the real Wolverine jumps into the room and slices and dices. Well, also they they could have done it where you know Professor X you know uses that psychic blast, but we saw it doesn't really work on Wolverine. He can no. somehow fight through it. Yeah, and, I just and then I, he just stabs him and it's and, over. In fact, he does that earlier in the movie when all those guys are breaking into the hotel room he right. stops them right when they're about to like cut his throat or something exactly like, they're, they're all paused they so i didn't understand why he couldn't do it when the other when the fake dna uh wolverine was in well it. like i said wolverine doesn't get affected the same way as we i know i know but he should have tried something like he would have picked up mentally he, he's if he's it's professor possible. x yeah. he would have been able to say all right well this ain't wolverine in the well, fucking you know, room you with could me. say he let his guard down you know and he wasn't you know I, I'm pretty sure he knows as a gentleman it's rude to read other people's mind you just don't do that. <laughs> at that point it's over you gotta read everybody's mind that's it's coming around <laughs> I, I would be I would be but you know maybe he's got his own code from what I understand that's how he feels it's rude to read other people's I, I, mind I didn't, I didn't think it was a good ending for Pre- Professor X to be killed by a clone it was rough to be killed by a clone of Wolverine yeah yeah I, I mean the whole thing Wolverine knows he's gonna die and that that was the whole plot for Wolverine was to get Professor X on a boat, take him out to the middle of the ocean to where even if he did have a psychic attack, he, he wasn't going to hurt anybody. anybody. Yeah, just take him out in the middle and, of the ocean and just yeah. wait till he dies. Yeah, and that was going to be 
That's why he was so, you know. I think they had depressed. both planned on going out there and just dying on a boat in the ocean. Yeah, it could have been him too. Because uh, in this movie, Gabe, uh, what is killing? You see Wolverine's really being weakened, and it's because of the adamantium. Apparently, the adamantium and, yeah, is poisoning. It's, it's metal poisoning. Yeah, and see, you know. It's okay at first, you know, because Wolverine, his healing factor, heals it. But after years of that healing factor, fighting off his adamantium, it just starts to weaken and getting beaten down. Yeah. And the yeah. healing factor is just starting to break down. Yeah. So that's what it was about. His healing factor yeah, I, is I thought that actually overworked. When they, when they bring that up in the movie, uh, how the adamantium is killing him, I was like, well, he's got healing factors. So he doesn't get cancer. He doesn't get yeah. sick. He doesn't do any of yeah. that. Like I guess it's like having being on chemotherapy for, you know. But I think you're right. 60 I think just, years. just over the years it, it sets in and and your body does break down. Everybody knows yeah. that cells break down. That's so. what I was led to believe. But but you, know. but you know, you can argue that both ways. You could say, well, his his healing shit should have healed him. If you can yeah. if you can <laughs> I also think part of it's his <clears throat> mental state. He wants to die. Again, he's been around He's 170 years old. He's seen all of his friends die. He just saw his last friend die. He's mm-hmm. like, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to be here anymore. See, I would have, yeah, yeah, I, I can totally understand that, yeah. But I, that's why I wanted him to be a little bit more insightful, as yeah. being at that state, he should be a little bit more. He shouldn't have, have been sulking the whole movie. Well, you got to understand too, a lot of that stuff where you know he lost his memory when they, when him and Professor X first met. He doesn't remember anything. Before the first X Men movie, yeah. you remember the first X Men movie where he's like a cage fighter, uh-huh. which they they talk about in this movie. So apparently that is canon. That did happen. Yeah, and he's like, that's when you lost your memory. That was right after he got his powers or his adamantium. Yeah, because he broke yeah. break, breaks out and, and, and it wiped his mind. So he doesn't remember anything before that. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. He probably doesn't even know how old he is. Really, he just knows he's he's, he's been around for a long time. Yeah, he's seen some shit. Yeah, that, but, that that would be interesting for him to build a little bit more on that. But they they did have some. You know, they alluded to it. And at the end, he, he takes that little steroid juice, yeah. <laughs> gets all hyped, does his killing. Yeah, they, And they, then he just slowly dies, I believe, right? Like, yeah, well, he just, I mean... He, I mean, he fights the big guy and gets tore up a little bit, but... Yeah, and they got that adamantium bullet, which I, I think that's the whole reason they made him, like, the the newer Wolverine have an adamantium skeleton, so they could have that last adamantium bullet kill Yeah, him. see, he's, he is, they, they, they hint at it, they suicidal throughout the whole movie. Yeah. That's why he carries one adamantium bullet right, right. with him. And they end up using it on the other Wolverine, yeah. which I don't think they need to do that again. Like I said, don't give that Wolverine adamantium. Didn't he get shot... Uh, in the head like three times. Yeah, but it wasn't with, one of adamantium bullets. I think they were in in what's in the the movie with the cheap ass Deadpool <laughs> with uh, Not, which one was that? Uh, oh yeah, 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 that's right. It did, and it like he messed got up shot. His, it messed up his frontal lobe, but maybe well, that's it didn't when hit him he right. well, that's when he lost his memory. Right. That's, that's, when that's what loses, they say. Yeah, that's yes. when he loses his memory. Is right there because he gets shot in the head like two or three times with adamantium bullets. Right. Right. And then you kind of he pokes them out, you know, he pushes them out. At, but that that movie, I don't believe they they take his can. And that movie, is, that, that's not that no, was, no, no. they made it, but they're like, all right, well, we're that, gonna that shit didn't purposely happen. forget that one, right? You know? Well, th- yeah, that's what they do about that one and three, and I think a, a couple other ones. I think the only ones that are canon are one and two. I got you. Okay. All right. So I don't I don't know precisely. <laughs> is that the official? Uh, Apparently report? so. Yeah, <laughs> and they said fuck all the other movies. You know, we don't we don't we don't know them. You know, <laughs> but I do but, recommend Logan. Yeah, no doubt. And what did you think about the very last uh, scene, Gabe? When he says, "Now there was some controversy on this." He says, right before he dies, he said, "Oh, that's that. That's what that feels like." You know, or there's something, something like that. That's that's 
that's what it feels like. And when well, he said the that, girl say she loves him or right, hugs him right. or something, yeah, yeah. When I saw it, I thought he meant like, oh, that's what death feels like. You know, that I'm dying. This is how this is how it feels because he's killed hundreds of people. He's been alive so long. He's probably had the thought in his mind. But a lot of people are saying, you know, this is what it feels like to have a family with a girl in those last moments. Well, because the girl does that shit, says that shit right before he has his line. Right. So it is a direct response to whatever she did or said. I can't remember what. I just so she you, she hugs him and says I love you or thank you or yeah or something like that. So so you would lean more to that camp. I think I think what it felt like to him was just uh, belonging, honestly. You know what I mean? Like he mm-hmm. finally was like, well, fuck, like there's somebody that accepts me. You know, even though the X Men tried Fuck that, the X Men. But I think it's a sense of belonging to to somebody and, and having that uh, caring feeling. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I and and that's that that's another thing I don't I don't agree with that. That's why they've always messed up with Wolverine. He's always been just one dimensional character, and I love the character. Don't get me wrong; he's one of the greatest characters in comic book history, no doubt. But they don't they don't make him deep like they should. He's he he doesn't have much depth. He's always angry. He's always pissed off. He always just wants to kick ass. And that's awesome because that's what Wolverine is. Yeah. But I think some of these later movies like they're doing, you know, Logan and they're making him rated R. Give him some depth, you know. Yeah. And I actually thought that uh, the little girl was at the very beginning of the movie when I see her. I was like, well, fuck. She kind of has the hair like Jean Grey and, and shit. I was like, she might fucking be the daughter oh, of Jean yeah. Grey. And then it's like, oh, no, she's just a she's, clone. I was like, fuck. a lab like, experiment. Nah, she should be Jean Grey's uh, daughter. Yeah, you, you can say it. I mean, I don't know. Uh but yeah, great movie, Gabe. Is there anything else we want to uh, talk about before we switch over to another subject? Uh, I didn't like uh, their reference to the old western Shane. That was oh yeah, that was cheesy, big time cheesy. And when she and said it, it came out of nowhere, and it was real weird, wasn't it? It was really weird, and I think they chose that because that was one of the first things she was exposed to that she kind of enjoyed right. was television, uh, old it, western movie. Cinematically, it just don't work. Does it didn't it? work. It didn't work when they were watching it in the hotel room. Uh, uh, it's a forced. It's a forced. Uh, reference, I think. Yeah, you know, uh, to try and say, all right, well, because that movie, we're we're going to throw a clip of that movie in there because we're, we're trying to we're trying to make uh, a guy that's uh, yeah. uh, trying to be the good guy, but yeah. but has some bad tendencies. You right, know? the lawman at the end of his rope. Yeah, yeah, who's who's going to leave and walk out? And I think the end of Shane that they say he was shot and dying as as he rode off in his way, just like you know Wolverine dies right. at the end of this one. But uh, it's real obscure. I've seen yeah, it a long yeah. time ago. But it, but it was forced. So because yeah. they put it in there twice, and I, and I thought that was really forced at the very end when they're at Wolverine's gravesite. Yes, and she she recounts she, the dialogue the, from the, the movie. monologue. Yeah, yeah, and and I, that was like, real weird. Yeah, I was, was like, what the hell is she talking about? Yeah, but I, everybody else did, Gabe. Yeah, so, I, just, I was just like, come on, like there's got to be two people out there that knew what they were talking about. It was bad writing. It was bad writing. It was, ba- was, it was rough. Like, I was like, man, it wasn't they, needed. Why is she quoting the movie Shane? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Other than that, but it was, it was, it was sweet. You know, uh, I'm glad they didn't do anything stupid like have Wolverine's claws shoot up through the dirt at the very end. You know, like that would have been bad. Like ass. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, it would have been awful. I'd have been like, boo. I would have boo. I would have. You had that whole. I would have laughed. I would have hysterically started laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what could be cool though is if he like crawled up out of the fucking grave as like a skeleton uh, fucking in a movie 10 years from now you know it's yeah. like he never really died that's fucking Wolverine he's yeah he's die. the Wolverine come on at that point they could bring him back but not not that soon yeah. like they do Superman and some of these other uh, ones what'd you Gabe what'd you think about uh, the Ted, the Deadpool short right before the film which was very unexpected for me oh the uh, phone booth uh, yeah. trailer nobody knew about that shit nobody, I saw it, I knew nothing about I saw this. it uh, when it first came out I was like I remember looking at YouTube. It was like, oh, this was uploaded five hours ago. I was like, well, let me check it out. Yeah. yeah. 
And it was all right. I'm, I'm not a biggest fan of Deadpool as everybody else is. Like, the character gets a little annoying to me at times. He is annoying. It's like, I, dude, come on. Like, but, I hated the Ferris Bueller reference at the end of the movie just because I hate Ferris Bueller and that whole fucking movie sucks, in I, my I, opinion. I, 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 feel you. I feel you on that. <laughs> I hated that reference, even though a lot of people, like, love that shit. Uh, but uh, the, it, it was it was, it was was funny. Yeah. You knew what was going to happen, too. I was like, he's going to run that phone booth. It's going to take forever. Dude's going to be dead by the time he gets back. Right, and That's right. exactly what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they should have done it exactly how they did it. I think they should have done it maybe like... Like, he just barely gets out in time, and the dudes are already shot, and he's like, you asshole, what were you doing in there? And yeah, Maybe yeah. Deadpool ends up shooting him because he pisses him off or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like something, that. I think that would have been better. It the way they better. do it is kind of morbid. He's, like, laying on the dude's dead body. The dude was just trying to get home. I was like, yeah, what if somebody, like, a cop walks around the corner right now? Yeah, You're yeah. laying on the dead body, Deadpool. Like, I thought uh, they could have done it better. Yeah. It but like I said, I'm not as big a fan as Deadpool as, as a lot of people are. Yeah, but. I love I love the movie. I thought it was great, you know, and it got Logan made. Yeah, without Deadpool, we wouldn't have got Logan. I was rated movie. Yeah, true, true. It did get the R rated uh, comic book movies on a row. Yes, and we're gonna have more of them. You can guarantee that. Yes, these and, are, and you know, there's no the script ain't even written from what I understand. This is a, a a teaser, teaser, teaser. Yeah, this is nothing. But it was just so unexpected to me. Like nobody knew about it. Like I'm on all these sites and and they they break this stuff and. And it was just like there for me because I saw Logan opening night, so I was one of the first groups to see this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah, it was it was it was it was a, a delightful surprise, but at the same time, I, I wish they did a little different. And the other trailers I'd already seen, I forget which other trailers they showed in the theater, but uh, I'd already seen most of them. Yeah, I watch a lot of trailers, man. Like I'll just I'll get on YouTube and search for that shit and, and try to watch it. Yeah, um, uh, Gabe, I, I wanted to ask you a question though. All right. Since this is. From what Hugh Jackman says, he said he might come back and do a, a thing here or there, perhaps with Wolverine, but this is basically his last full-on Wolverine movie. Who who could you see taking up the mantle as Wolverine? Whoever it is is going to be scrutinized big time because <laughs> yeah. you got to follow Hugh Jackman's yeah. footsteps, and that was a casting call. Whoever like the casting director was at that point was like, I nailed it. Yes. I should get any job I want from here on out. Yes, uh, I, I mean people people talk about how tough it is to take up the Joker, but w- Hugh Jackman's been doing Wolverine for seventeen, eighteen years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know he's he's got so much history with the character. But uh, when he first was cast, people didn't like him either. Of course, I, I thought he was great in the first uh, uh, as Wolverine, but what, somebody I, to take his shoes. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough pick, ain't it? I'll tell you, you want me to tell you what I think? I think a decent one would be Tom Hardy. Well, yeah. He's He's got kind of a gruff, you know, uh, exterior. You know, he's a great actor. And not only that, let me tell you, the other a lot of the reason people didn't like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is because he's 6'3". <laughs> and Wolverine is a short. He he's one of the shortest superheroes ever. Yeah, they, he's 5'2 uh, in the comics. Yeah, I thought he was like 4'9 <laughs> or something. Yeah, he's yeah. very tiny. Yeah. And so they was like, well, this dude makes you Hugh Jackman six foot three. Tom Hardy's only five foot nine. Did you know that? Yeah, Tom he's Hardy's a short, short bastard. Uh, when I saw, it, I was like, I think maybe I could take Bane. Uh, I, I don't know to. about that, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I'm saying. He, he. I mean, from what you see from like Bane and Mad Max, you think he's like you know six foot three as well. But he's not. He's 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 pretty short. He's five foot nine, dude. Yeah, they he, make him look he, tall. In those when movies. he played Bane, he put on thirty pounds. He could easily do that. Uh, thirty pounds of yeah. muscle. He could easily Bronson. do that for Wolverine. Yeah, he's got the muscle. If you if you want, he's got the height and he's got the <sighs> skill. If you want the more comic book look, you have to go with a shorter guy who yes. who is who's cut. Yes, you know, uh, Stallone's too old. Oh yeah, no, Sly went no way. Plus, the the voice would be terrible. But yeah, he couldn't get a word out. But uh, yeah, Tom Hardy's good with voices. He he, he changes yeah. his voice in a lot of movies, so yeah. he could do it. Um, 
I don't know. Other, it other it depends on it depends on what Wolverine you're making. Are you making an old Wolverine? You making a middle aged Wolverine? You making a young Wolverine? Yeah. Well, you, as we know, like he's basically the same age to all these movies. Yeah. It's number one because Hugh Jackman does not age, and number two because <laughs> Wolverine does not age. Yeah. So you know there was there was a good uh, good pull with those two. I'm trying to think who who could play him. But. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a tough pull. Like I said, with with all those factors, I think Tom Hardy would be the best choice. Again, he's short. He's stocky. He's got the he's got the muscles on him, and he's he's a he's a great actor, and he can he can pull off rage if you need him to. Yeah, Bane yeah. and Mad Max, he's he can do it. It's it's whoever it is is gonna have to be a mainstream actor because you can't you can't take uh you can't make that role into you can't be a uh, you can be a rookie but you can't be like a B or C actor. You can be right. an upcoming rookie actor who's fresh on the scene and then create your own. Like a Daisy Ridley in Star Wars. You could do something like that. Yeah, yeah, but you can't take a B or C actor and try to have him play a character like Wolverine. Uh, I do know that. I I, I, agree. I I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to think about that one. That's 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 a tough that's one because Wolverine but, is. But do you you think Tom Hardy would be? A you good know, choice, for the last so. twelve years, ten twelve years, however long it's been since he's been playing him, like that's who we see right. when we talk about Wolverine. That's, that's who you see so, in your head, you know. Uh I, I'm not sure, man. I have to look at some younger actors and see because I don't think anybody older could pull it off like he could. And if they ever want to do a older middle aged guy or something like that, he's the one they just need to bring back. It's like, hey, come on, man, just do it again, Jack- Hugh Jackman. Let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah, to build on here's that, a check, blank check, right? Whatever you want on it. Right. Now, I mean, he, he, at this point, I think he's like he's kind of like Daniel Radcliffe and the yeah James Bond. He's like, I just want to do something else, uh-huh. please. Yeah. Uh, to build on that game, actually, I think Hugh Jackman's best movie is called is the movie Prisoners. I think I haven't I, seen that one. It's Check great, that one out. It's a great movie, man. I think uh, him and Jake Gyllenhaal tear it up in there. And I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal, but <laughs> they both do a great job in, in, some... in the movie Prisoners. It's a it's an emotional, intense movie, man. It's about his daughter getting kidnapped and shit. So, um, what uh, X Men movie would you like to see next, Gabe? Let's say we do get a whole new cast. I want. Uh, I think you said it earlier. Uh, I want a much darker X Men. Uh, and okay. I want. Them, I want them to go. Fuck all that sewer mutant shit, you know that kind of shit's Futurama-esque, uh-huh. yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I want to see uh, I want to see some guys like Mister Sinister, okay. As far as villains go, um, I did like when they went into the future one. Um, you see Cable for a little bit, yeah. I love Cable from back <laughs> in the day. Cable was awesome. Um, but 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 get rid of some of these silly mutants like the the Frog Kid they had in the very first X Men. That yeah. shit sucked, you know. Uh, Storm should be uh, much darker and much more powerful than they've ever made her in any movie because yeah. Storm is can control the She's fucking She's a level world. five. She's yeah. a level five, and they make her so fucking weak in these movies. It pisses me off. She had two two lines of dialogue in X-Men Future Past. I loved Holly Berry playing her, too. She had the hotness, and she had the hair down right. But she's shit. a terrible actress. But it, but but if they had made her darker, man, like just make yeah, her yeah. darker. And, and did you see, but did you see in that movie, if you go back and watch X-Men 1, at the very beginning, like she tries to do like a British accent. No, I didn't hear that. And and it like falls away through the movie, and you just watch it, and it's just funny to watch. I'll, I'll check it out. Like, she's struggling so bad. I don't bad. know if I can get through that whole movie. I'll have to like yeah. uh, fast forward some parts. But... And then you watch any of the other movies she is in, she never tries it again. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, that's not working. Yeah, well, why don't you just stick to your guns, uh, Hallie? I think they should bring some of those characters, those darker characters in. And, yeah, uh, and make it, so like, let's say like if the, uh, if the new Fantastic Four they tried to do worked. It didn't. But let's say they it did. It it would be darker. It would be more grounded, 
and they would do more with the characters. I think the first half of that movie is good, and the second half, when the studio took over, it turned into complete shit. Yeah. But if they just did like the first half of that with an X Men movie, like it's more about like the, like the body, like the like the the mutant, you know, like a body horror, like mm-hmm. a, like you know, like a like a the fly kind of thing, and just show the grittiness, kind of like what they did in Logan. Yeah. But yeah. On, that would be good. Yeah. It's, at times they should show how the mutant shit is fucked up like like what what you know whether you have powers or, or you you know somebody has powers you see like struggles and you see it all fucking change and their body's all fucking morphing yeah, shit they wake up and they got freaking bones growing out of their skin some fucked yeah. up shit like that they also need to bring Kelsey Grammer back for the beast cause that other kid playing him the younger beast yeah, yeah. sucks terribly oh my <laughs> god they're messing that character up the beast He's, Kelsey he be Grammer nailed it on that one. If uh, they could like team up like Deadpool and the Beast where you got this uptight kind of mutant but at the same time he looks goofy and then you got like a, a character like Deadpool who just, you know, satires everything. I think that would be a great combination uh-huh, if they could do that right. Uh-huh. And I know they talk about the Sentinels and how they they can't really make them for big screen yet cuz they can't figure out a way to make them not look so cheesy. But come on, <laughs> fig- figure it out. Figure it out. The the Sentinels were great back in the day and shit. And I've said for I've said for the last few years Tom the action comics that I told you to look up on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Did you ever look them up? Yeah, I've seen a couple. They of them. are great. The storylines are great. The plot lines are really good. They focus so much on story because they ain't got no money. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. They got great writers. Honestly. Yeah, that's all you need. You don't need a lot of money as long as the story's good. That's what I always try to tell yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. That's what these the CEOs will never understand, like at Warner Brothers. Mm hmm. You know, uh, and, and, he, and even Marvel. Everybody praises these Marvel movies. They are also boring to me. And so, like. Civil War was good. So, like, Hollow. You know, Civil just, War was good. It got deep in Civil War. Yeah, man. I don't know. Anytime, well, it it started to when you saw that guy who uh, got hit by a missile and fell like four thousand fucking feet into the ground. Oh, he's dead for sure. No, he li- he lived. He's fine. He's fine. He'll be in the next movie. We're Which that was a- you know a War Machine, <coughs> uh, Captain America's friend. Who? Oh yeah. And yeah. they, I was like, kill him, kill him. Yeah. yeah. We don't need him. They couldn't kill anybody though. They Fuck just Don paralyzed him. He's man. got money. They paralyzed him, man. <laughs> It was it was schlock. I they thought should, he was dead, but they should have killed end. that character yeah, until they show or the next scene when he's in the hospital. I was like, I thought he was dead. That was the one chance that movie had to have any depth, and they ruined it. So uh-huh. they, they don't. I, I just don't like almost any of those movies. Yep. Call me a DC fanboy. I don't like any of the DC movies either. So sue me. I don't. They you know, they've comic messed book up movies some shit. Just ain't as good as they used to be. They need to bring some of them guys back. They need to bring. They need to make the X Men darker again. Yeah, this movie you know Logan what I mean? is what I like to see. Uh huh. Yeah. Stuff like this, like yeah. you said, darker. Story-driven movies. If not you can make a movie Logan, driven. or make a another X Men movie like Logan, but still have a lot more X Men, like actual X Men in it, have the X Men doing shit. Uh, like, like I said, in the action comics, I love it. Like when Logan has to be a substitute teacher at the school, and he's like, <laughs> they go into the uh, war room, and the war room uh, uh, had malfunctions the day before, so they shut it down. Remember the war room? Yes. Uh, all right, so they walk in the war room, and the students are like. Uh, uh, Professor Logan, you know, the war room's broke down. What are we doing in here? And uh, the door closes. You hear it close, and then you hear his claws coming out. He goes, welcome to the war room. And it's yeah. him. He's like, I'm going to fucking train right, you. Right, he's the it guy. could be some bullshit simulation, you know. They, they've done that in a couple of books. They've satired that. And one, they're like. I love it. I love it. And you don't see that on the big screen. It's bullshit, well, you know. Yeah, there, there was, I think it was in X-Men Evolution. They send all the kids to the camp. Uh, like a camp, and they was like, well, we could have gone to the survival camp, or we could have stayed and trained with Logan, and yeah, decided yeah. to go out to this far-ass <laughs> away camp with all these asshole in- instructors just to get away from Wolverine. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he's a good character when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I've told you, uh, I think the one scene that I really love is when uh, 
the there's a spaceship or something on there coming through the atmosphere and and something's going wrong on the wing so wolverine climbs out on the wing and and fixes it or holds the wing together or something and when they land you know there's all these burnt parts falling off the plane <laughs> and shit and they're like where's wolverine and you hear him say he goes don't come over here <laughs> and it's this black like charcoal little mess of a body curled up on the ground he's like i'll have my face back here in 10 minutes like, yeah <laughs> that's, like, that's good stuff though. they need to bring that shit to the big right. screen and, I don't, and they don't do it man I, and uh, and i and uh, i was reading where they talk about you know when when a movie is rated r compared to when it's pg-13 all the actors have to take a major pay cut because the overall expectations of the movie is that it's not going to do as well right, because you, you can't get the kids in the seats. Correct. And that's what they want. They want the kids in the seats. You know, They want the parents taking the kids in the seats. They want the grandkids in the seats. But on a rated R movie, those kids that would normally just walk into the fucking movie theaters by themselves, which they don't enforce this shit anyways. Right. Like, Come on. But these kids now have to have a guardian, and they're like, well, that's you know, t- ticket sales are going to be down. But right. who's disproving that? Deadpool? And now Logan. Both right. of them have disproven that theory, yes. which was always a dumbass theory. Uh, it's like, hey, people, especially kids nowadays, they're desensitized. This idea of like trying to protect kids from shit. Ever heard of the fucking internet? <laughs> <laughs> These the, kids are fucked. They're all fucked. right. They, they're, That's well, it of it. They're totally desensitized. They, they, <laughs> These they kids watch, are messed they up. They watch way more gory, horror, sex bullshit on, 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 YouTube. on YouTube and on fucking the internet. <laughs> than any movie you'll ever be able to yeah, produce. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't understand. No, like, and, and, and to what you're saying. For Dave, so long yeah, they've held on to this idea that PG-13 movies are going to sell better. No, they're going to sell worse. They're going to do worse. The, the, the storylines aren't as, aren't as good. They're not as deep. They're not as in-depth because you, right. can't, you can't create characters without uh people dying and have a movie have depth you know death is a major tool in every movie and every storyline you know what i mean it creates a human emotion you know what i mean you can't do that when everybody's just getting paralyzed like you was just talking about i know god it's like fucking kill him already kill that bastard why do we need him yeah kill him give the movie some depth and emotion kill him so the fucking good guy can have its vengeance damn it like yes yes (laughs) which is one of my favorite things motivation you know i don't know why but in in movies that's one of my favorite things is when the good guy is out for vengeance whether they killed his best friend or they killed his wife or his kids I love it when the good guys out for yeah. me. And, and, and take the difference for what if Robert, instead of Robert Downey Jr. saying, you bastard, you killed my friend. He said, you bastard, you you almost killed my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Did you know he paralyzed my father? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some super shit. Really? He's still alive? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or like they, they try to shoehorn it in. Where, well, he killed his parents at the beginning. We never see his parents. Yeah. We have no connection to his parents as the yep. audience. Yeah. That does yep. not work. So whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I think they're learning. I think these yes. two movies have proven that that you make a rated R comic book movie, people will flock to it. You remember who did it kids, first? Gabe. Kids will still flock. Do to you it. remember who did it first? What a rated R comic book movie? It was probably was it the Punisher? Blade. Blade. Okay, yeah, all right. There you okay. Go. They they should have known back then. The Punisher had some shit in that movie too. The Punisher that was, was a lot of people shit on the Thomas Jane Punisher. Man, that that Punisher is the best Punisher. I thought it was great. That's the best Punisher. I it was great. Dude. A lot of people even say Warzone was a better movie. I said, you got to be fucking high. They are tripping, is what they are. <laughs> that is the major consensus, Gabe. Not Believe in, it. Not among like 90% true of fans. Viewers, that's what they'll say. Well, Blows 90% of viewers are dumb as fuck, honestly. Like, <laughs> Critics. <laughs> I love the Tommy Lee Jones line in uh, Men in Black. <laughs> he goes, a person is smart. <laughs> people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, uh, what was it? What was another question I was going to ask you, Gabe? Uh x-men related who's who's your favorite x-men game who would you like to see in a movie that they haven't really used good yet uh, we've seen the shit out of wolverine yeah and we don't i mean they can always keep making wolverines every few years and it's still going to get people flocking to the theaters yeah he's a big draw oh uh, 
I think Cyclops in the movies has always been a bitch. He, but he's such a bitch character. Man. I hate Cyclops. Don't have him in any more movies. In the action <laughs> comics that I told you about, and I forget the writers of those and the, and the artist in them, but he's much tougher. Isn't and I wish like, they would make Cyclops a little... Met- well, he's the to. fucking leader of the X-Men, and, and he's a fucking bitch in the movies, r- In the movies and the TV shows, I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially well, he, X-Men Evolution. Yeah. He's a big yeah. bitch. In that yeah, I, they need to step his character up. And I just said Storm. I think Storm would be a great X-Men. Use to just her right. Revamp. I don't know who you could get to play Storm. Um, well, they tried an X-Men Apocalypse. I mean, what do you think about the Storm and X-Men The young Apocalypse? Storm? Dumb. I thought she was an idiot. <laughs> just like I thought. Like I said, I, the four horsemen besides Magneto were weak. And he just chose random motherfuckers, by the way. He was supposed to like go out and find uh, the toughest, badass mutant. He got Magneto. He got Magneto. That was about it. That was a good one. But the other two or three sucked. The, the dude with wings. He's got wings. Archangel or He's something. What's his name? Archangel. Is it Archangel? He's yeah. He's got yeah. wings, Gabe. Well, he makes them metal and he, can shoot yeah, bullets and he, shit out of them. Yeah, he's got metal wings. Yeah, and that's it. That's he's fuck. weak as fuck. How about you just throw a fucking spear into his chest? Shoot, it's over. Shoot him. Yeah, he's a bird. You can just <laughs> throw a net over him. It'll be all right. Yeah, um, get some buckshot. The other chick uh, Olivia Munn played, I forget. Uh, oh, uh, 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 what is it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, it, we're close. It starts with a s. It does start with a s. It's like a cypher or... Cy- psycho. Psylocke. Suck-ass Psylocke. character. Psylocke, that's it. Psylocke. Yeah. That don't sound right. It's, it's right. I'm, I'm certain. <laughs> Psylocke. She was weak. I was like, man, she was just a bitch, too, that wanted to be on the winning <laughs> team, and she chose wrong. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I but, would like... Uh, 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 bring some of them. I, I want to see Phoenix done right. Phoenix should be done right, but in very small doses, where she's not a major part of the storyline. She's just, like, kind of an observer, maybe, you know, uh, which is what all the... Major superheroes, I think, end up turning out to be uh, well. Not not all of them, because Superman's always there. But uh, if you take from the Watchmen, the big blue dude, he ends up saying, "Well, I'm done with this and all y'all's bullshit, and I'm going to go something like that out to the universe and do my own thing." But you could uh, get you, you know, you and that's got, what Phoenix does. Phoenix leaves that, Earth and goes Phoenix, out to Phoenix. Uh, you remember him? Oh, He's dude, something like that. Amazo in the Justice League cartoons <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what you call him because he he destroys my fuckers when he comes back in that one episode. <laughs> but I love Amazo, He's and they great. make him seem he he fucks up their entire Justice League uh, just by blinking and thinking, like just by blinking. He right? goes, "Look, y'all, like don't fuck with me. I'm coming back." This is your warning. To like, be fair, in Justice League, he was super overpowered from what he is normally. I know, but yeah. I know, I know, man. But yeah. I loved him. Uh, he was super. And, and they but what Superman I loved even super more, weak. What I loved even more was Lex Luthor going, "Man, I pity you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shows. Why couldn't we have that Lex Luthor? Exactly. Why couldn't we have that Lex Luthor? That Come Lex on. Luthor is Lex Luthor, that, not right. Jesse Eisenberg. This is what who I wants try to tell people. And, that's not and Lex acts Luthor. like a goddamn child out there. Oh, but, I know. That's uh, not Lex Luthor in that movie. I'm trying to think of some other X-Men that I would love to see just I see, revamped. Or, 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 I'll tell you, Gabe, uh, the Juggernaut. The Juggernaut. He's a bad He needs ass. to be revamped. He's one of the best characters. He needs to be darker again. Super dark. And not only that, he's eight foot tall. Yeah. They tried him in X3, and I was so excited to see him. With Bullet like, Tony, and uh, yeah. he was cheesy as fuck. It was dude. terrible, yeah. but I was so excited to see that movie just because he was in it, because I loved him as a kid. But yep. if they did him right, like in, in the comics today, he's... He really is unstoppable. He's yeah. like got some kind of godlike power, and he's more powerful than the Phoenix. Oh, shit. He's done some crazy shit. I don't, in the I don't like that idea though. He's he's completely unstoppable in the, in the comics, from what I understand right now. Uh, but yeah, not that powerful, but still, you know, make it make him that. I got a question for you. You said he's an unstoppable force. All right, this is a riddle, and it's a Superman riddle, so I know you know it. What happens when an unstoppable force beats an immovable object? I don't. I don't know. Like, I've never heard this riddle. They surrender. 
Is that okay? That, that's yeah. it. That's it. It's a riddle from uh, one of the Batman, or I'm sorry, one of the Superman uh, cartoons or movies, and I can't remember. He's fighting somebody, and the guy's like, "All right, you have to answer this riddle, and then then you'll win or whatever." And one like, of them. He answers it real quick. One it's of like, them. Oh shit! But yeah, the X Men is is such a deep universe. Stanley, when he created all these characters, you know, fucking fifty years ago, I mean, just all these interesting superpowered, you know, mutants with their own different, you know, characteristics, personal personality. You know, he was going for a whole. Martin Luther King slash Malcolm X with the, you know, force meets mm-hmm. peace mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're all, it's an interesting universe. And, and one, you know, that we can we can look forward to for years to have great movies. But out of all these big action movies they did, this tight-knit story is head and shoulders above them all. Logan. Logan, yeah. yeah. So. It's a great movie. It's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it, definitely go see it. We, yeah, check we, it out. Check it out on the big screen. Yeah. Um. Other than that, Gabe, uh, what what else do we want to talk about? Man, I saw John Wick too. Oh yeah, also this week. Uh, so we could do a spoilers on that. If, if well, I'm I, I'm not going to do a spoiler on it. Well, we if you want to, I'm, I'm I want to talk about it a little bit. All right, so uh, just it. spoiler alert. I might say something. I'm not sure. Yeah, for John. But Wick uh, too. but John Wick two, really good action packed movie. Not even close to as good as the first one. Really? Is that how you feel? And uh, a couple things real quick. You're on Gordon's side. That's fine. Uh, uh, in John Wick 2, and John Wick is a badass, but he somehow is an extra badass in this one. And I think they just did too much. You think he's just he's too badass? <laughs> he's too badass. They, they, they do too much with it. Uh, uh, second, real quick complaint. And then, um, like, I'll give John I'll give John Wick 1, like, uh, four and a half out of five. I'll give John Wick two three out of five. That's what, I'll go something like that. Okay. But anyways, uh, one major complaint is when uh, they're putting contracts out on people. Uh huh. The whole old telephone operator bullshit was stupid. Yeah, just, that's just fucking that dumb as fuck. Underground. I'm sorry. Underground with the fucking ladies plugging the fucking wires in, dude. Like, <laughs> old school. Hold on, this is operator. You know. You want to fuck you. somebody up? That's gonna be three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, I'll let hold. me uh, run that through processing real quick. The yeah. form is stamped. Go ahead and shoot his face off. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, uh, I didn't like that part. But along, and this goes with that part is when they did put the contracts out. And uh, whether it was like one, because they, they at the beginning I think it's just a contract in America or in a few big cities where John Wick is at or whatever. But at the end, when they go, okay, it's a worldwide contract now. It's it's gone uh, worldwide. Your contract for your head is worldwide, right? Uh huh. Every motherfucker he walked past, phone started ringing, and every <laughs> one of them was a fucking assassin. Are you kidding me? Like every every sing- everybody in the world, every single person it. in the world is an assassin. Who all have who all have this uh, beeper yeah, connected with this? Yeah, the kid with the ice cream, the woman, the pregnant woman. I'm sorry, man, <laughs> but that ruined the whole movie for me when that shit. It was I, too much. When yeah. when the 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 guy that owns the hotel and runs all the fucking whole business, yeah, uh, when he stops everybody, you know, in the in that park, Central Park or wherever the fuck they're at, and like he just says, okay, now, and then like the dude on the radio goes, all right, start it now, and everybody just stops walking. That's fucking stupid. I'm sorry, it's dumb. That's shit. I mean, I thought it. I thought it was a little dramatic. It was kind of like him showing his dick to John Wick, saying, "Look, if if I really wanted you dead, you could be. Understand this is mercy." Yeah, yeah. He's like, I own everybody. Like everybody's okay. just walking down the fucking and street. I, works I'm for pitying me. You they all I'm, must have earpieces too, because <laughs> yeah, either that or like there was a big red sign somewhere that dropped. And it's like okay, everybody. You okay, know, and everybody stop. The applause look, sign. Came everybody on. stop and look cool. <laughs> yeah, but instead of saying applause, it was like freeze, freeze. 
<laughs> so now look at John Wick. <laughs> so, that, but that happened two or three times in the movie. Like it happened more than once. Had they done it once, I would have forgotten about it and said, "Okay, that's fine." But at the end of the fucking movie, every single person's fucking cell phone starts going off, and John Wick's looking around like, "Holy shit!" Everybody, dude, was a fucking. They're assassin. stretching too far. They went too far with the whole assassin like community as far as like this guy runs the assassins community and it's all run through hotels and it's all run yeah. through this whole I felt phone that system. way at the end too. I, I felt was like, like that, it, was, it was a bit too in the, in the In the first one it was a subtle one. The, the hotel was kind of subtle as far as it being yeah. a home for assassins and killers and shit like that. Yeah. But uh, And by the way like who the fuck is hiring all these motherfuckers to kill motherfuckers and how hard can it be to trace this shit back when they're using the old <laughs> phone system dude? Like it's not like an encrypted text message or something. You yeah. Know? But that was my complaint, was that bullshit where the whole world is like assassins now. I, I see where you're coming from, and I do agree with you definitely that they really they really uh, jumped the shark. They they went overboard. They jumped the shark uh-huh. at the end there. But <laughs> as far the as the rest of the movie goes... <laughs> great action. Yeah. yeah, great action, and I thought great characters. Remember the woman, how she decides she's going to kill herself uh-huh. instead of being taken... She that, understands she has to die. That is a great scene. And you, you just... You, you get a lot of her character just right there. You yeah. Know? Just, yeah, they should had more of her in her. That, it shot. It shot really well, and, and I think, and, and and how Weasley the guy was, uh, the main bad guy, and how it, at first you don't know is he a dick, is he not, who is well, he, and he, they really build on his character, and uh, he, even even the schlocky, uh, uh, what's what's his name, uh, Morpheus character. I thought I yeah. thought I thought he had some decent things where he's like he played Morpheus basically. Though. He runs the underground. <laughs> he was under the underground rave and uh, he had bums all over the corner keeping yeah. eyes. Up. I, that's that was kind of overdone too. I feel like I, it was, I thought it was I thought it was fun. I Gordon, feel like it was a burnt movie. You like, and Gordon both felt like it was a little overdone on that one as well. But I thought it was fun and it could have been. I, I thought it was done pretty well and the, it wasn't I, nearly as overdone. I as think the it hotel had potential shoot. to be overdone. I think yeah. the ending was, but that part... They're going to make a third one, by the way, I heard. Uh, they uh, have to. It's a trilogy. Well, it was originally written as a trilogy, is right. what I heard. So. Yeah, and this is kind of the darkest part in John Wick. But as far as a lot of the action scenes and a lot of the character depth... The action I scenes felt, are great. I felt like it kicked the first one's ass. I don't know, man. There's some really I thought the cool... first one was... Bu- well, that's why I said. I think they went over the he- over over the hill a little bit with, the, with all the headshots and everything he was doing. And, and yeah. I, I don't like how every corner he comes around, he's the first draw. Yeah. Well, you know, well, he got shot dude, a none of the amount of times. He got shot, but he had a bulletproof fucking suit on. Apparently, yeah, and, he, and he saw he tailored was, by the hotel. He by was the bruised way. all to hell when he when he got home. But yeah. I'll tell you, I felt like the first one was almost a gimmick movie. Like I, they killed his dog, and now he's gonna kill all of them. Well, if you put and that voice, movie. if you put that voice to that's any, tra- movie, if you put though. that voice to any trailer, no, it's gonna sound cheesy. Was, and by was, the way, that's the voice from all the trailers back right, in the early nineties. Right. But in contrast to the second one, it was all all the villains were deep, and they all had decent, uh, uh, you know. There uh, were too many villains, though. And they all had their own motivations, and a lot of it was built on. In the first one, it's just this asshole kid that needs to die. The only it's one. It's a gimmick I, movie. You see what I'm saying? Gabe? I see what you're saying. It's I, a gimmick movie, and the second one is is a, is more story. Well, it's also a setup movie too. They have to introduce, and it's a they have movie. to introduce you to the characters, and they have to give the characters motivation to do what they're going to do. Yeah, and leave it open for the third one. And they have to have a way to leave the window. And I open. thought they did a decent job, like you said. At the, the end, it gets sloppy. But you know the best villain by far, in my opinion, in John Wick Two was um, uh, Common. Yeah, wasn't Common he good? was the best villain. And yeah. that knife fight, you remember? I was me and Gordon was telling you about that knife. It fight. It was a good knife that fight. Was good, right? And uh, I, I'm glad you said that because I was going to talk about that knife fight because that led me into the third movie I'd watched this week, which was a recommendation by you and uh, Gordon was The Raid, which uh, uh, was a Indonesian movie from 2011. Yes. And that movie, I was not 
uh, uh, bored with at all. Really? <laughs> like, it was great. I don't know. If, have you? Did you no, ever, I've never seen okay, it. Okay, so it was just Gordon talking about yes. it. Okay, The Raid, if you want to talk about knife fights, there are two or three great knife fights in that movie where the dude is just destroying guys, like, left and right. And they don't hold back. It's blood and gore and everything in that movie, uh-huh. you know? Uh, really good gunfights. There's two or three actually really particularly good gunfights. The way they shoot them is done really well. It's a great action movie. Uh, yeah, it, it's a great action movie. It's called The Raid. Don't let the box confuse you because the the box of The Raid actually says The Raid Redemption on it. And right. I was like, man, this ain't the movie. I spent another 20 minutes like looking for just The Raid. Yeah. And I was like, well, this <laughs> this has got to be it. And then I finally was like, all right, 2011, made from Indone- or Indonesia. Gotta, I was like, that's it. I mean, it. how many can there be? <laughs> and once I watched it, I realized what Gordon was talking about and why when we did the badass, you know, top movie badasses, he was his number one. The guy in there that is is a badass. He he destroys my mother. Well, let, let me um, ask you this. I the haven't rest, seen the rest. it. Gordon, I'm sorry if you're listening, but Billy Costigan, dude, you got to get him off the list, dude. Like, <laughs> you got to kick him out, man. <laughs> Billy Costigan is not a badass, I dude. Think, I think you need to take off, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, from uh, Sin City, the, uh, Bruce Willis. Y'all, y'all need to get rid of both of them. I had to throw them. I had to throw all three of those guys in there for me. I couldn't do Bruce Willis wrong. I will like barely that. let you keep. Uh, what's his name's character? The other ones. Who uh, uh, Dwight and yeah, Mar- Dwight. Marv? Yeah, or whatever. Dwight. No, Dwight's Mar- a bad motherfucker in that movie. Right. Go I'll back let, and I'll go back and watch it. Dwight. I'll let you dude. keep him. But the other guy, I don't know. I think having a heart attack every time he's about to shoot the gun. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, know, Dwight. But... Dwight is Clive Owen's character. Right, right. Bruce Willis is. is I know, the, yeah, yeah. That's the, the one. Uh, yeah. John Hartigan you or something. Keep, you can keep Dwight. Take John Hartigan out. I can. You can have those two. Live with that compromise. It's but a deal. you've got to talk Gordon to taking Billy Costigan. He, he should have known that. Dude, Billy Costigan is a drug addict rat. <laughs> <laughs> who is not a very good performance in my opinion, and then he's gonna shit all over Bruce Willis in uh, Die Hard. Uh, yeah, I, uh, he, I don't know about that. His, his he needs to be, go back and watch Die watch Hard. Watch Die Hard, and then replace Billy Costigan with John <laughs> McClane. You will, you'll do it because I know you haven't seen it, Gordon. Go watch it, you bastard. You don't think he's he's never seen Die Hard? From what he said, he he hasn't. He might have seen it once. Oh, dude, 15 he has no ago. idea about John McClane. He then. don't. He don't. Because the first one is the one diehard you have to judge it all about. Yeah, so. you gotta watch the first one, and I really like Die Hard with a Vengeance. The second one is shit, with and vengeance the rest of them. The I second don't. one at the snowy airport was. Dumb. I never even finished yeah. it. I always yeah. fall asleep. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, the raid was great. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Let me ask you about the raid, like like from what y'all say, it's got really great actions, but it just sounds like this guy is just a. A guy who gets thrown in and all of a sudden becomes a badass. It just doesn't seem like. Do they set it up to be any kind of realistic, or is it just like they just want you to see these awesome action scenes and they throw in a story just because? The the plot thickens. I I, I can't tell you. I mean, I could tell you right now, like why the plot thickens and and how they explain why the guy is a badass. Okay, so they do explain that. Well, that's all I need. They 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 touch on it a little bit. Okay. They they do touch on it a little bit. It's not like he's that. just some rookie cop that all of a sudden can who, take who down... just destroys them all. No, he has a little history. He has history. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. Now he is a, a cop. He's I don't think he's a rookie cop. I think he's just a regular cop uh, on a SWAT team. And uh, the story actually is a very good story, and it does get a little deep. There's some parts in it where you're like, okay, why is that like that? And then later on, it's like, oh shit, okay, I get it. You know? Does it kick Dred's ass? Uh, he's wrong about them being the same movie. They're different, right? They're way different. They're way different movies. Uh, um, it is it is cops going into a, a tall story building, except in this one it's a 15-story building, not a 150-story building like in Dread. Uh, major difference. Cool. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're whole communities is what they are, right, yeah. in, in Dread. Uh, it's also a SWAT team 
with with other shit going on like within the SWAT team and within like the leaders of the SWAT team and yes. why and why they're there. Yeah. You know, it's not like just where Dred's like responding to a call. Right. He's a cop responding to a call. This is a SWAT team that goes in and is told one thing and then they come to find out this is a whole separate right. like what they're doing there is not what they were originally told. I got you. Um uh, uh, so it, it's unfair to compare them. So you can compare so them. Close, I understand so why he together. why he thinks that that one of them stole the idea from the other one, but they they're not they're not stolen. Maybe the idea was stolen, but every fucking movie gets their idea has from a premise. Some, has know? a premise. Whether it's in fact, most movies made nowadays are taken from other older movies that yeah, people have just forgotten. Kidding. One I found out the other day: The Movie Drive with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. It's taken from another movie from the late seventies or early eighties called The Driver. Really? Yeah. <laughs> exact same premise and shit. Yeah, Go back. You, you find that stuff. Look up The Driver and then compare it to the Ryan Gosling movie called The Drive. And if that if the directors and producers and actors and shit say they did not get that shit from the movie driver, they are They're fucking lying. lying. Well maybe the so, studio owned the rights to that movie. They they could have been making a soft reboot as they call it yeah. these days, a soft reboot. Yeah, reboot or whatever. <laughs> but uh but both Judge Dredd and The Raid are great movies. I recommend them to both, uh, or recommend both movies to everybody. Uh, uh, both of them have their own great action in them. The Raid is more uh, gritty, I will say. Even though, even though Judge Dredd is a gritty movie, The Raid is is more gritty. It's even more gritty. Yeah, okay. uh, I do recommend if you watch the movie, do not watch the version I watched, which was the Indonesian version with American voices put over them. <laughs> is that right? Watch the Indonesian Subtitle. one and read the subtitles because the American voices get real cheesy at times, and that was the only drawback. But that's not the movie's fault. That's whoever uploaded it or whatever's fault. You know. And I didn't search for the other one. The other one would be better, just to have their original voices in there. And I actually did go back and watch a couple fight clips on YouTube and you hear the original voices, they're much better. Okay. Than the Americanized. So that's how you know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. It's great. It, it's 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 a great action movie. Full of knife fights, really good gunfights, you know, and a and a, a plot line that thickens and I can see where they're gonna go because Gordon said there was a second one. That's still out uh, yes, out there, and I need the to, one. I need to go watch that one next. Yeah, so. I'll check it out. You know, I've heard from a lot of people on on every uh, you know movie reviewer I, that I listen to. They always talk about that movie and how good it is. So. Yeah, and and Tom, you've seen Judge Dredd, so you'll be able to do what I did, which was go. Okay, well, even though people argue that they stole the ideas from each other, they didn't. They did. They, they may have got the idea from each other, but they the movies are different. And, you know, like I said, Dredd's screenplay was written first. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Dred- leaked. <laughs> yeah, Gordon didn't want to accept that last week, man. He did. It was written first, and then it was leaked. He's online. gonna listen to this tomorrow, and he's gonna be like, "I'm looking that shit up still. I don't believe you." Like <laughs> from the sources I got, that's what I read. Of course, but Gordon, I do want to thank you. Great movie recommendation, and I'm just gonna pass that on to everybody. I told I told all my buddies about it too. The Raid, check it out. Yeah, The Raid, made in 2011. The yeah. cover, the picture is going to say the Raid Redemption on it, though. Right. Don't pay no Which is what it is called. That is what it's called. Yeah, but everybody just calls it the Raid. Right. So shorten it, I guess. Uh, uh, other than that, I, I'm excited about uh, Kong Skull Island coming out. Yeah, uh, it, I think that's uh, going to be really good. T- is tonight? Is it tonight? I think it's tonight. Was it open? It's Thursday, right? It's Thursday. Yeah, yeah it opened tonight. Oh shit! Oh, and shit. I've heard a lot of good things about. it. I've heard it's a lot of fun. I guarantee it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They're staying on know? the island where everything out yes. of the action is. They're not taking him yeah. to fucking New York so he can ice skate with Kate Blanchett exactly. in the fucking uh, uh, Central Park. They're pond. listening to us. <laughs> They're listening to us, Gabe. They heard that. In not only uh, the first uh, Kong, which didn't show up to an hour and thirty minutes into the movie. Yeah, no, you yeah. didn't see King Kong until yeah. an hour. And it's 30 all about minutes. Jack Black and Naomi Watts and that and, other one. And yeah, and him. But when they it. fell in love and started ice skating together in Central Park. By the way, how big was that fucking pond? Because Kong's huge. Like. Yeah, well, he he's Kong is about twenty five feet in that movie. Yeah, in this movie, he's, he's like twenty five. He's like twenty five stories. Yeah, he's much <laughs> bigger. 
But yeah, in, in that movie, it, it started off really slow. And also in The Last Godzilla. Did you ever see The Last Godzilla game? Man, I tried to watch it. It's boring as hell. And when Brian Cranston died, I turned it off. <laughs> You, you, I was like, okay, well, I'm not. Nobody's blaming anymore. you for that. Nobody's and, blaming uh, you. For that. Yeah, you. Uh, you, know, uh, you almost don't see him till like the last ten minutes of the movie. And when you see him, it's all dark and shit, and like, it's, yeah, it's dark. And he de- they don't do a, a great deal. I'll tell you, the physics were great. Like it looked like it was a legit, a hundred thousand story <laughs> dinosaur in front of me. Like it's, that's hard to pull off, but they pulled it off. The way like when he like leans up, the water falls off of him. Yeah, yeah. and then almost like rains on the people below. It just looks very. It looked great, and uh, but it's just boring. Yeah. Well, in the trailer, <laughs> I love in the trailer for Kong Skull Island is when Kong raises up on that cliffside and breathes on those people real heavy. Yeah. It's like oh shit. <laughs> like, yeah, and not only that, uh, from what I hear, like he's in the first. 10 seconds of the movie he should be the movie's about him right right he's the main star that's what they didn't understand about the other movie Uh he's the main star not the other well like I said they try to make Jack Black and Naomi Watts the stars Jack Black's character is great in that movie I do love him I don't mind Jack Black he's great he was great in that movie (laughs) I bet he'd be fun to party with man Jack Black would be funny to party with man No, but yeah, you you see a lot of Kong right off the bat and then like the story works around him and they get to the island quickly from what I understand well, so so uh, be going into this one thinking, you know, I, I heard the story's okay, it's pretty good, you know, but it's more about how fun it is, and you know, it, it's a big summer fun movie. Yep, you got big name actors like uh, John Goodman, Samuel Jackson in there, John C. Riley. Forget about it, man. Yeah. all of them, man. John C. Riley plays that crazy dude that comes that's been apparently living with these tribal motherfuckers the whole one time, of them. right? Yeah. But he still has his leather jacket, and probably just a terrible like, schlocky his motorcycle character, hat. But he's fun. I hope he's fun in that one. Yeah, go in I don't like the trailer line, line though, where he's like, "You don't drop bombs and come into somebody's house and open a fridge or something." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Man, what are you talking about?" He is <laughs> <laughs> crazy, Gabe. Yeah, I, ho- I hope they make him like kind of loony in there. That'd, that'd yeah, be better. Yeah, but. yeah. It, it, from what it looks like, it looks like the story is going to be schlock, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's what I'm going to go into it. What would be for. great is if uh, Will Ferrell pops out of nowhere too with the. That would be good. <laughs> But like he's just like feasting on like uh, he's cannibalized. Like they stole their dad's boat again, and that's where they wrecked was that island, you know. Like yeah, and he's cannibalized Will Ferrell, and you just see Will Ferrell's head on a on a on a stump. That would be great. Yeah, be John uh, Will Ferrell sings uh, sings in that one like he does in Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I just puts Kong that. to sleep with it. it's a bedtime song, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what's he, what's John C. Riley talking to Step Brothers? He's like, man, I can't even like make I can't eye con- even look at you. I can't right even now, make man. eye contact with you right now, man. Like I felt like I was singing. I, I astral projected over my body and was watching yeah. myself sing yeah <laughs> crazy movie. but anyways uh skull island does look good i think i think it's gonna be all right yeah. releasing releasing tonight so. I, i'm excited for that one uh any, anything else you want to talk about gabe no man that that that, that was it man I, i've touched on those movies and uh, yeah yeah well like well, like we said go see uh go see logan i think Lo- if you had to tell them to see logan or john wick what do they go see Go see Logan. I think Logan, without a doubt. Go I think see it Logan. was a much better movie. Um, it's a different tone comic book movie. I think a lot of people are, are ready for that, too. So they, yeah. they, they wanted something different. So. Yeah, this does scratch an itch that a lot of comic book fans see. They, you thought you were going to get in that fast, Fantastic Four movie. You didn't. No. This one, you do. Congratulations. Yep. 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 So, yeah, be, be looking forward to that. Go see that. And, and if you got the money, go see John Wick, too, as well, because it's good. I want to watch that uh, Get Out. People are talking and uh, Get Out. We we I haven't seen that. We need. To I haven't see seen that. it either. People are saying good good stuff about it. You got like hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw that. You somebody, never see that. Somebody saw it and I was like, "That's crazy." Ninety nine percent. He he must. They must have paid him. Like, <laughs> they ain't got the money for that. Not that this is such a small movie. They ain't got. The that money was by for it. Key and Peele or somebody. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Who, who's yeah. been so worried about this movie, but apparently he did a great job because he's one of us, Gabe. He understands. 
Well, he's you also know, a comedian, so for him to com- make a horror movie is yeah. kind of different. Like he, yeah, he understands that what people are looking for in a horror movie. For but me. what that shows is that he he is good at what he does. Yes. If you can go from the comedy genre to the uh, horror genre, I think yeah. I think you, you got to be doing something right. So. Yeah, I look forward to seeing. And I'll check ta- I'll check that out too. Yeah. And his movies from years to come because yeah. I know he he's one of us. He understands what people want to see in a movie. Uh huh. You know, yeah. he he said he he spent hours in that. In that editing room, you got to get things perfect. You yeah. know, you got to get a feeling in this movie, a tone, uh-huh. as they say, a big, a big scary word to these producers. Tone producers. Yeah. That's what we didn't have in Batman v Superman. <laughs> you know? No, there, there was, it was sh- schlocky crap everywhere. It was know? junk. Which, oh God, hurts me so bad to say. I know. I was so excited for that fucking movie. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a different one. Uh, Gabe, closing question. Uh, I, I wanted to maybe do a closing question every week. Okay. Just to send us out. Uh, I, I went with the obvious one this week. Uh, you you go back in time, and you got baby Hitler in front of you. Do you kill him? And if you do, how do you do it? Uh, uh, if I got baby Hitler in front of me, uh, I would not kill him. I would just take him and uh, give him to a loving, adopting family. Okay. Raise him as your own. <laughs> or raise him as my own, yeah. yeah. Just take him away and the give him a different he, environment. he draws his little mustache on his lip, I'll be like, let's erase that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, like, take it off of him and make him good, and then everybody can wear those mustaches. Yeah, yeah. So that's, what he, that's the real whore he did, is now nobody can wear that mustache, because then you're Hitler. Well, Charlie Chaplin wore it pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he wore it, and that was in a time when you could do that. Yeah, true. But now you yeah. can't. You can't do that now. Nah, even you like can't do even that if now. you just take like a little smudge of like from a chocolate bar and put it on your lip and joke it with your friends, somebody's gonna be like, "That's wrong." Yeah. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, they start noticing. The only Jewish Charlie Chaplin can do that. Like, yeah, yeah. Only he could. By the way, I love the uh, the speech from the Great Dictator, uh, where Charlie Chaplin. It's supposed to be playing Hitler, but the opposite of what Hitler was. Right. Uh, or what, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, d- I did that for my, uh, you know, in a, my... Great speech. Uh, if you've never had it, just type in the Great Dictator speech uh, on the internet. You'll you find will cry. it. You'll, you will cry. It's going to inspire you to try to be good. You uh, will cry at the end of Logan Hitler. as well. That's what I forgot to tell people. You will cry at the end of that movie. Forget yeah. It, it. It's, you can't hold it back. It's a sad movie. It's a sad movie. But, like, but yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, baby, baby Hitler, uh, like you said, Gabe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll just kill his parents. And like, and, yeah, and then, you gotta do that, man. Just take him and uh, and, and then uh, call the police and say, "All right, there's there's a baby here. Come get him." And he goes off to an orphanage. Yeah. But who knows if that makes him worse? That's what I'm saying. You gotta give him to a loving family, man. You gotta find the family. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta just, give him a puppy. <laughs> but you ain't got internet back in that day, Gabe. How are you supposed to find a loving family? Well, there weren't people weren't as fucking crazy and stupid as we are nowadays. Yeah, but. Right. You could probably find a decent German family. I'm sure you could find a decent family out there somewhere. You know, love going out and drinking and and putting on later. That's what I would do though. I couldn't kill a baby. I don't think that's crazy. You couldn't curb. I could curb stomp the fuck out of that baby. I don't know, man. I don't know. No, man. I don't, it's I don't, a baby, dude. It's like oh. what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just gas the room or something. Get, wouldn't that be ironic to gas Hitler? That would be. <laughs> wouldn't crazy. that be ironic, man? Yeah. After all those, you know, that'd be a way to do it. I if thought you, you was gonna ask me a comic book movie or if something. You're gonna do it. Question. This, this, a comic this, book this movie first question. One. We'll work on it, Gabe. Or like you said earlier, what's your? I thought you were just gonna say what's your favorite comic book movie of all time? Like that. I was ready for that instead of the Hitler. No, time. no, no we're, we're taking a hard left on this one. Which, by the way, I, I do put the Dark Knight. As my favorite, yeah, above Logan. Movie. I mean, uh, do you think Logan's up there? Logan is up there, um, but I, I want to definitely in top five. I want to see Logan again, and then I'll decide where it ranks in my favorite comic book movies all time. It's gonna be—I'll tell you what—it's it, gonna be up there because there's not a lot of good comic book movies yeah. that have been made. Yeah, and for me, so. it, it does beat all of them. I think it beats Spider-Man Two. 
think it beats uh, another By the way, like- I meant Spider-Man 2. And me and you talked about this two or three years ago when we started talking about comics and movies and stuff. It actually gets the praise that we were giving it back then. Yeah, like like, and and I appreciate it, and 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 because I thought we thought it was a great movie, it was, it was and good uh, and and you do hear people still talk about it, like it's, uh, especially Doctor Ock uh, in there, Doc Ock in there. Yeah, he, he they say the guy played a great villain, and and it was he he had some depth to his character. The characters were great. The story was great. The action was great. It was yeah. a great movie. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah, but I, same I, with Logan. I would say <laughs> Logan right now is is definitely a candidate for the top five, in my opinion, no no doubt. Um, yeah. For me, it's only under the Dark Knight. I think I think it comes in a solid second place. Heath Ledger's villain will never be. It's well, I can't say never, but it's going to be that, really hard to top the it. The rest of the movie too. Is uh, a the Dark The Dark Knight Rises is really good. One scene in particular, uh, just real quick, and then Tom, we can we can end the pod. Uh, but but when Bane, when when the businessman comes in, he goes, "I'm not running Wayne Industries. Your plan didn't work." And he's like, leave us. He's talking to the other dude in the room. And the guy's like, nope, you stay. I'm the one in charge. And what Bane does is he puts his hand on the dude's shoulder. He goes, do you feel in charge? You know. <laughs> but he, the way he puts his hand on his shoulder, which I looked it up, it was improvised by Tom Hardy. Uh, That's brilliant. And it's so subtle. He's, he, he just lays his hand on the dude's shoulder. He doesn't grab it real hard. He doesn't surprise him doesn't or, or yank to. him around or anything. He just lays his hand on his shoulder. Do you feel in charge? It's an energy transfer. You know. And the dude turns around. He's like, "We paid you a lot of money." He goes, "And this gives you this power gives you over power me." Over and then he snaps his neck. I believe uh, that was uh, too, was too good. But the way they uh, and uh, I think improvised scenes like that are, are great. Yeah. They really add to those movies. Yeah, but. I think it, yeah for me it'd be the Dark Knight, Logan, and then I, I really like that movie. I think it might be number the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I know, it's pretty. No good. Marvel movies yet. I'll put Spider Man Four under that one for now, or Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two, yeah. Don't get into the four. I don't, I don't know. Was there? I don't think there was. There wasn't a four. There was no four. Uh, but the Amazing Spider Man was terrible too. But, but yeah. yeah, go back and watch that scene in The Dark Knight Rises if you don't remember where he just so good. Do you feel in charge? I love and he that puts movie. his hand right on his shoulder, dude. It's intense. No, you're right. <laughs> well, all right, we're gonna leave you on that note, folks. Uh, like I said, go see Logan and uh, Gabe. Adios. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>